What do you oppose? What do you think you should stand up against? This is Wednesday, February 15th. Years ago, I arrived in the, in the Midwest in a city for a general assembly of the church. Granada's family of churches has a meeting like this each year at a different U.S. city. Imagine almost 2,000 pastors and elders descending on a city for a week of meetings. The taxi ride into the city was an interesting experience. After the conversation got going, the driver asked, So what are you against? You see, it seems that each drive from the airport into the city as he hosted someone, likely another pastor or elder, that person was grousing about something they were against. I won't go into the list of possibilities, but only say that there's a problem when people only know us for what we oppose. Our text for today takes an interesting turn. Here it is, Titus chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. But avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. As for a person who stirs up division, after warning him once, then twice, have nothing to do with him. Knowing that such a person is warped, sinful, he is self-condemned. Now yesterday we heard Paul call Titus to encourage the people to do what is good. To bring people that bring the grace of God, to become those people that bring the grace of the gospel into the lives of others. We learned how the mitzvot, or good works, of the Jewish people become the fruit of receiving God's grace. But notice what the problem of the people was. They had become distracted by foolish controversies. They spent their time fighting over nonsense when they could be finding ways to serve and love their neighbors. Now, this is an immense temptation for us as well. We hear something we disagree with, that is being taught at school, and we go and protest at the school board meeting. What if instead we volunteered to become classroom parents? Or if we found a way to encourage teachers? Now, it's not wrong to want to replace misguided school board members, but somehow controversies lead us further and further away from actual service. Now, from reading our text for today, we can see that they were what they were arguing and debating about. First, there were debates about the Jewish law. Now that the Messiah has come, why would they continue to debate the matters of the law? But they were, and this was a distraction from the mission of the gospel. And second, they even got into genealogies. What does that mean? Well, in looking into their family tree, they researched their families to have battle over their status based on their ancestors. Again, this was a waste of time and energy. And this is true today. So many of the intramural fights that take place between Christ followers today mean nothing to people that are not in the faith. These battles make us look bad and Jesus with us. The purpose behind Paul's instruction here is to help the Christians in Crete say that they've got, see that they've gotten off track and they've missed the point. What is the point? Your faith is not meant to give you pride in what you believe or to make you feel superior to anyone. The grace and love of Jesus humbles us and makes us to be servants. 
Now the difficulty makes sense. We too live in a world that seems to always be trying to wind us up, to get us angry about what is happening in politics, for example, or to get us angry over injustice. And yes, a lot of bad things seem to always be happening in the world. But we keep our attention focused on Christ, and we refuse to give our hearts to those distractions. Now, I want to go back to that driver in Louisville, Kentucky. That's the city we were in. How might it have been if instead of hearing what we are against, he might have heard what we are for? We are for supporting single mothers that can't get by financially. We are for that student that needs tutoring if he's to graduate from high school. We are for that child that needs foster parents who, who will really love her. We are for that man struggling with addiction that has no job and needs housing and rehab. We are for that woman that does not know what to do with the baby that is coming. And we will help her find a couple who will adopt that child. You see, we are for people and we will find ways to serve and support them through the worst that they will go through in life. You see, this is how the love of Jesus has changed the world. And it's the love that our world continues to need today. Are you distracted by what is not helpful? What will pull you away from the calling that you have to be those that do good? Are you more defined by what you're against or by what you're for? You see, the focus of this section is to direct our eyes back to Christ and push us to find ways to use the gifts he's given us to serve him. Let's pray. Father God, it feels like a gravitational pull that we feel every day, pulling us away from you and away from opportunities you provide to do good. Pour out your spirit on us so that we can see clearly those influences and so that we can continue to walk in your grace. In your name we pray, amen. <music>